this is Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is Airfly Entertainment. Yes, and we are in the Saw Week. Yes. <laughs> it's all about uh what's the guy's name? Is it Jigsaw? Yeah, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah, so we uh we're, we're starting uh, with the new one, and we're going to go back to the original on Thursday. It's it's all about Jigsaw. Yes, and we are jumping into the newer, uh, like the reiteration of uh, the Jigsaw mythology uh, with 2021 release, Spiral, from the Book of Saw. That's the actual technical name of the new one. <laughs> Right. When when I know it came out this year, but do we know when it came out this year? It's it's like everything sort of has mushed together to Yeah, so it was released um <clears throat> May fourteenth, twenty twenty one, but it was one of those releases that should have been released in twenty twenty. So uh-huh. it kind of fell victim to the whole pandemic pushback of releases and it was pushed back to May of this year, 2021, uh, the movie budget was 20 mil and it grows 40. So it didn't flop. Uh, I'm sure they would have expected more money given the movie theaters was slowly opening back up. But every movie at that time was suffering from, you know, that predicament. <laughs> Point taken. Yes. So. Uh, for those that aren't familiar uh, or don't know what this movie was about, according to IMDb, it is about a criminal mastermind unleashes a twisted form of justice and spiral, a terrifying new chapter from the book of Saw. Yes. Uh, and this movie stars Chris Brock, um, Max Minjetman. Min- oh, hey, oh, hey, I see. Yeah, Minjel. Mangela? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Uh, Marisol Nichols and Samuel Motherfucker Jackson. Yeah, so was he... I I didn't know he was in the movie until I was watching it and all of a sudden he's in a scene. Was he not (laughs) featured in any of the trailers? Did I just totally miss that in the trailers? Well, they kind of... They kept them sort of hidden in the trailers. Um, But... When you watch kind of like it's, if you watch extended clips doing the promotion of the movie, you've seen a few scenes with him and Chris Rock. So you're like, oh, wow, Chris Rock is in there. But if you just watch the sole trailers of the movie, they didn't really have him in there. So, yeah. Got it. OK, OK. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I didn't watch the extended trailers. I only I stuck with the nice short ones, the suitable for all audiences type of thing. Yeah, no, no red band trailers. No red band trailers, no. Uh, and this was directed by Darren Lynn Bosman. Um, what did Darren Lynn do? He's done, uh, well, he did Saw 2. So oh. he, he's, he's familiar with the franchise. <laughs> yes. Well, it's definitely. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> now. He also, he also did Saw 3 uh, uh, and Saw 4. Oh, okay. So he's a seasoned veteran at the series. Yeah. 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 So pretty much this 
particular movie, um, it I guess it would be more of a a reintroduction into the Saw franchise instead of kind of having oh it's Saw nine or Saw ten like they're they're they're, they're approaching Saw from another angle with the new version. That's why they call it Spiral from the Book of Saw. Just let you know, hey, it's the Saw universe, but we're kind of tackling this from another angle. Yes. So I, uh, in all honesty, uh, until yesterday, had never seen a single Saw movie. (gasps) Uh, So question uh, in the like original timeline of the saws, was the original mastermind behind the, the jigsaw character? Did he end up dying? So that's why, like, this is sort of a new storyline. Yeah, from from my recollection, I mean, I, I didn't go, I didn't watch all the saws. I think Saw went up to like five or six. I don't know, um, but I believe. Jigsaw, like the Mass Man from the first. I, I'll okay. I, correction and retract me, guys, if I, I got this wrong. But I believe he died, or did, well, he, he had got a killed. Brain, he had a brain tumor, so you would think that he 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 dies, right? But then again, I believe it was one movie that that hinted that that even that was kind of a smoke and mirror type scenario, like to have people think. yeah you know how it is with these sequels it's like he did no he's not he died he didn't you know um so well i understand he's gone but i could be wrong Uh, (laughs) so the saw fans let me know i'm I'm reading i'm reading in the in the trivia okay so uh in saw the final chapter okay it's it's implied that he was locked he hoffman was locked up with no chance to escape login was alive at the end of jigsaw 2017 their fates remain undisclosed in this film okay so they're not dead exactly (laughs) in other words they're not dead uh, right. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm glad you said it. So we could segue. We we could kind of drop right into this particular movie. Um, now, Saw the franchise is pretty much known for the games, air quotes, the twisted life or death game. Whereas in in, a, in, in at the end of the game. You you truly not a winner, okay? Like you can die or you can lose something of your body, <laughs> or you have to commit a murder or you have to do something, but you don't walk away clean from this game that you're trapped in. Yeah, I mean, basically, he's at the, the jigsaw character is asking you to sacrifice something. He's asking you to sacrifice a part of yourself. Um, both either physically or emotionally by committing a horrible crime or cutting something off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so given that, uh, you know, we drop into kind of like the beginning of the movie where we see uh, it's like a carnival, right? It's kind of like some kind of carnival of sort. And we follow this, this guy um, and the guy gets uh, knocked on the side of the head, like passes out. He wakes up 
he's he's on train tracks on the subway. I think what his tug is clamped to like a vice. That's yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he's asked to like rip out his own tongue or be killed by the train. Right. So that goes terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then that takes us to the like the next day at the police station where we meet Chris Rock's character who is a detective and we find out that no one wants to partner with him because early in his career, he ratted on another police officer who killed someone. I mean, he was doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, he dropped a dime on one of his own. We all supposed to do that. Right. And so he, he gets a new partner outside of the department. Yeah, which he begrudgingly accepts as partner, and they go and investigate the subway crime that we witnessed earlier, uh, and that's where things start, you know, going going into motion, so to speak. And we, as we see the deaths, we're starting to see that all of these deaths are pointed and calculated, and at specific people around Chris Rock's detective character. Uh, he just don't know why. So he's trying to piece together what the hell is going on while all these cops around him dying in these crazy ways. Yes. And and his new partner is sort of like he's he's sort of like the voice of reason. Like, well, you know, they did bad things. Don't they sort of deserve the, this? Mm-hmm. And Chris Rock's character really sees things in black or white. And he's n- noticing that his partner sort of sees things in the gray area that, you know, you need to let the system work its way out. If these people did something bad, the system will take care of it as long as people are honest. Um, but that's not the case, <laughs> especially in a corrupted police department. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this is where we also get to meet Samuel Jackson's character, who we find out is Chris Rock's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which there is a really hilarious, like, first encounter on screen moment together. Um, yeah, so, yeah, of course, Samuel Jackson is, is Samuel Jackson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he actually, Samuel Jackson owns the building that Chris Rock stays in. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, oh, you know, Chris is like the whole, like, kind of father-son, like, oh, and, you know, Chris walks away kind of pouting to his dad of, oh, you know, I haven't seen you around, you know, you, you know, you've never been around, and, you know, it's like, <laughs> and Chris Jackson says so to the point where it's like, I, it's like, I own the building, like, like, what, you want to go get a pizza slice or something? Like, what you <laughs> So he was heals that dad. Like, all right, like you're a grown man, get yourself together. You know, like I like I'm your dad. We're good, kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, you too grown for feelings. <laughs> yeah, I'm like get a life, do something. You know, don't be a daddy's boy. Exactly. Yeah. So, so he was grappling with, and through this the movie, we see more and more gnarly deaths. So one thing I can't say about uh, Spiral, they definitely kept the theme of these, you know, sadistic, twisted, like 
gory games. You know, they, they didn't skip on that. I think for people who follow the Saw franchise, at, at the minimum, I I think that's something they wouldn't have a qualm against this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I the, so the the entire franchise has become known as like horror porn in yeah. that um, torture porn. Is, torture porn, yeah, yeah, torture porn. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It is known for showing the grisly uh, ways that people are killed, and it's not just and creative ways that people are killed, and it's not just. <laughs> you know, a knife to the body or a gunshot. It is how many ways can we really torture a person to extend their pain in the worst possible way? And we're going to film that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's pretty much the song franchise in a nutshell. So because this was like the first time I, I watched saw the original and I immediately followed it up with Spiral. Okay. Because that's the way you should watch movies, right? Yeah. Do, you know. Double feature, back to back. Yeah. Um, and what, what intrigued me was this is basically like the torture porn version of Seven. Yeah, yeah, yes. Actually, I, I will reverse that. I would say Saw was a torture porn version of Seven. And th- and I think this one is more of a torture porn version of Zodiac. Okay, okay. But yeah. I mean, it's it's still basic, basically like. Yeah, but it's the same. <laughs> you know, there, there's there's this bad guy that's that's taking revenge out. Uh, or trying to make a point that you should live. Well, so in Spiral, it's all about, um, like, I'm going to torture people. I'm going to take revenge out on people and torture them. And, and I'm going to be inspired by this serial killer. All right. It, uh, it was it Jigsaw? And it, right. It's a uh, spoiler alert. Oh. It's not. Jigsaw. Or is it? Or is it? Cause it ends, there's like a really kind of, um, like smash the black ending that it could be, you know. I mean, know. good point because as we just read in the trivia in the 2017 movie Jigsaw, we don't know if Jigsaw survived or died. So maybe the character in this movie may have been inspired by Jigsaw, but ultimately was he taken out by Jigsaw? Right. And, oh. and- Exactly. Like strings are strings are still being pulled, right? Might be like a bigger thing. It's like the Loki and then like Thanos is right behind him, you know, ready to do the real damage, you know? <laughs> good point. I did not think about that. Um very good point. But I feel like like there's this whole genre of, of torture porn movies that um they rely so much on the visual effects that it just, at least for me, starts to get tedious. I would, I would lump it into movies that have a lot of shooting and just stupid action stuff that I, I'm not going to lie. I did an entire, like, I did budget planning for 2022 through 2024 while watching. <laughs> 
because you, you kind of just you get numb to the uh all the gruesome scenes that are happening yeah yeah i mean that's like i said that's the franchise that's what that's what this particular franchise hang your hat on and i'm sure if you watch two through the final chapter it will be even more, even more. It's kind of like each sequel got to go like the Fast and Furious. You got to go more ridiculous, more over the top, more, 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 more. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So because I've only watched the first one and this one, the like the things that you see in the original Saw versus the torture you see in this one um, are, are drastically different. Um, mm-hmm. And it ju- it does just it does keep getting bloodier. Um, yeah. But it did, I mean, I guess I'm more into the psychological horror movies. Um, you know, last week, Candyman, I thought was absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. because it has that social commentary to it. It's not just about killing people. It is about a bigger s- story. I guess you could apply yeah. that to spiral in that uh, it does talk about corrupt cops. Yeah. It- yeah, and it's in its own, I guess, wheelhouse, if you will, of the genre. Like, given okay, so Candy Bed, like you said, is more of is more of a yeah. I'm gonna say it's more of a a, a thinking person's horror because there's so many nuances and layers on top of what you're seeing that you really have to step back and you know break down certain like scenes, certain like you know, elements within a movie that it gives you a deeper meaning, right? Whereas, like you said, well, like, like Spiral, you just summed it up, like, yeah, you know, kills, kills cooking, cooking cops, they need to be done. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's retribution for the evil that has, that they've been, that have done, that they have done to citizens, you know, uh, you know, that serve the public trust and all that. So, it's like, yeah, like this, this is more kind of cut and dry, <laughs> but the Candyman have more nuances too, like what they were trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they could have taken Spiral and, like, if they had had um, a different writer on this, it was a little more into social commentary. They They could have done an evolution of the Jigsaw story where you still mm-hmm. get that torture porn. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get more of the, you know, social commentary. There's, there's definitely an opportunity in this movie to do it, especially when you have Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson yeah. as, as two of your main characters. Mm, totally agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, the thing that this movie does have is that it, it does it. I, I kind of love that all of the, the majority of the dirty cops are white guys. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. So, I mean, it's in a way there is a subtle, you know, yeah. Like but we, I feel like they could have they could have amped that up a little bit more. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have. Yeah, they could have. They they could have put a little bit of. Uh, a spin on things to make you think a little deeper about, you know, you know, the plot, like, you know, um, law enforcement and, you know, the, 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 the game element within the police department. 
it's like you know it's like hey no snitching and all that stuff like you know snitches get stitches same same principle within the police department with cops you know and actually in an interesting scene you know there was a flashback where you know Chris Rock was trying to chase a purpose actually for backup but you know the people that was with him his his fellow officers just kind of chilling in the car you know they want to back him up because you know he dropped a dime on one of his own air quotes uh and snitched so it's kind of like what's the difference between police department and a gang you know that's it's the same code of the streets right yeah <laughs> uh at least what they were portraying with chris rock's police department i'm not saying all the police arms out there i mean there there is an amazing podcast and i don't remember what it is that 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 goes into the history of gangs in, in the Los Angeles police force. And it is fascinating. And, you know, my grandmother was one of the first female police women in Los Angeles and, and hearing some of the, the old stories of how dirty they were in the fifties and sixties. Um, you granted, did not tell me this piece of information about your lineage. Oh yeah. <laughs> I come from a, one of the first female cops in Los Angeles. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So that's okay. All right. So that's so that's a story that must be told <laughs> in movie four. I feel like when if we ever review LA Confidential, then we can get into it. Okay. We are gonna <laughs> review LA Confidential soon. So we can get into it. Oh man. Oh, okay. So what yeah. We're gonna have off 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 recording conversations on that because I'm I need to know this. That that part of you will be like just crazy. I'm dying to hear those stories. <laughs> Especially from from a woman's standpoint and like this boys club of police officers and like the that's crazy. Yeah, she she never dove into those type of stories. Um but it it was yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah. We'll powwow. We, we review LA Confidential. We can dive into those stories. <laughs> yeah. We'll powwow. We'll powwow. <laughs> All right. So our review, our rating system goes as follows. Uh, ass on the couch. Well, I guess it's a, for the Halloween. Uh, ass on the couch. You're cool. You don't want to answer the door for trick or treaters. Like you're rather just watch me. Um, actually go, uh, contemplating going outside or do your reports <laughs> like Jen would do, uh, or, you know, set up the outside for the trick or treater and stuff like that. And you go in and out. You, you're probably watching the movie, probably not. And the worst of the worst is I'd rather go outside, you know, get eaten by zombies or COVID lace zombies and, you know, I'd rather do that than stay in and watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously for me, it was, um, I'd rather be doing, I, like, it, it's a movie that you have on in the background. Yeah. Um, I feel like once you've seen one of these movies with all the torture porn, you yeah. don't... Yeah, you've like, seen them all. <laughs> see them all. There's nothing new or special about it. Um, I feel like this one... The they they were definitely trying to step it up some, but it still wasn't. It was a great movie to do a three year budget. <laughs> Just say that. 
There you go. <laughs> you need to do budgets. Notice on the background. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it's you know uh, putting yeah it's doing budgets and all that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> now I will say I will give a caveat that if you are kind of a diehard you know fan of the franchise, you would you would definitely appreciate the new approach to the saw like world a little more um, because like I said, they didn't skimp on, you know, the games. It didn't stick skip on, you know, the, you know, the gory uh, consequences of those games. So it's kind of like, if you're coming in for that, you're going to see it. So you, you got to be satisfied with that. Um, yeah. You know, Chris Rock and Sam Jackson, like Jim was said, definitely, you know, try to make it work with the script. You know, if the script was a little better, I think they would have propelled the story beyond in the, the the games and all that stuff to give it a little bit more oomph. But yeah, so yeah, so we yeah. got yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe it's because I listen to too many murder podcasts uh, and and like documentaries on on actual serial killers that. Maybe when I start to watch these horror movies, they just don't feel grounded. Well, of course, of course not, because they have these crazy contraptions, like <laughs> Inspector Gadget type things that you wonder, like, how the hell did they rig this shit? It's like, anyway, we 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 save that for our for the the throwbacks. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so there you have it. Uh, Spiral from the book of Saw. I'm, I'm, I believe it's out for rent. For rent, I think it's maybe streaming somewhere. Um, yeah, so. I, I rented it on on iTunes for okay. I think three dollars. So if, if you're, you know, if you're into the Saw franchise, it's definitely worth the three dollars if you haven't seen it yet. Exactly. Yeah, and plus it's Halloween. If you want to see something crazy and you know, gory and violent, there you go. There, there's your jam. All right, so we'll see you guys Thursday for the original uh, to keep the saw week going. Until then, wish everyone safe, physical distancing, and get your shots and stay safe. Yes. Peace.